Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Are we at the point of escalation and escalation only? Too many damn American flags, according to an Aussie, and MAGA is about corporate profits. That means one thing and one thing only. This has got to be a WTF Wednesday, and it is. I'm Andrew Coppins, he's Pat Oni, and you're tuned in to Critical Thinking. My, oh my, has this week flown by already. It is WTF Wednesday right here, and if you are watching us, then you know that Pat looks better now than he has ever looked before on this show. Um, Please explain how. Less lighting on the face. Yeah, because my ring light died. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just saying you look better with less focus on your face. That's what I'm saying. Um. I don't know how that's possible because I'm the eye candy of this show. Said nobody ever. No, no. Besides your wife, your wife doesn't count, nor does my wife count in that category. Um, well, hold on. So my wife is like the one listener of this show. So. (laughs) Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Just nope. If you combine (laughs) our audio and video audience, it is in the hundreds. So, uh, sure. I speak the truth. This is mm-hmm. critical thinking. <laughs> but we've got a ton to get into on today's program here. And I wanted to start off with um, kind of a thought piece, if you will. And this actually came from Tim Pool on Twitter. So I'm going to pull the tweet up. Well, the post, excuse me, the post up from X. It is going to take a while to get used to the rebranding and how this is all put together. Uh, That's just a fact. So, Uh, uh, yeah. With that being said, Tim Pool posted on X. Does anyone think that this will stop pro-Trump sentiment in this country? And he's talking about the indictments and all of that stuff with Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. The only path forward is escalation. Either Trump is a cult leader trying to overthrow the U.S., Or Democrats are engaged in seditious conspiracy to steal power. Take your pick. Either way, it will be escalation. So, Pat, I wanted to get your thoughts on this because this could be a kind of WTF. Like, we're talking about escalation. Escalation to where? Um, But I wanted to get your thoughts on what Tim Pool had to say there. Well, I mean, I I think you could interpret escalation a lot of ways. I think, you know, most people's knee-jerk reaction is going to be some, to some kind of violence eventually. Um, I don't know that it necessarily has to mean that. Mm. Um, it, it could just mean, well, they're going to impeach 
um, our guy, so we're going to impeach and throw their guy in prison. Or, you know, it's going to escalate from there. And then it's going to be, I don't know, but it'll just escalate from that point. Like, like what, what does that look like? I don't even necessarily know. But that's kind of what it seems like what's happening. And we, we kind of even see it now a little bit with what's going on with Joe Biden is that, oh, we're going to impeach Joe Biden and you know, do all the same things to him that you know they're, they're doing to us. Except mm-hmm. we're not really doing that per mm-hmm. se. It's all talky talk right now. So not much of the walkie walk. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that's kind of where I was going with that. It it. um I do think, you know, escalation is likely. It's just a matter of, you know, what what does it look like? What does it look like? And here's my other question is this. What does it take to stop the madness? Yeah, and I think that is the ultimate question here. And I didn't have time to pull this, but I don't know if you saw my post on X this morning, Pat. But um, I'm going to pull this up real quick because this is actually something that will help you understand where I'm coming from. Um, One of the people on the ground in Maui reported 14 hours ago. Interesting things happened in Maui today. The MPD is issuing orange cards to people, and you cannot travel other parts of the island without it. Why do I bring this up in the guise of escalation? My response was this. Wonder why they're hiding the media from reporting. Too bad for the WEF crowd. A camera phone still hasn't been banned. This is dystopian BS wrapped in the guise of quote-unquote safety of the people. If you are not free to move about the island, you are not free. Liberty is being tested, and the people are lining up like sheep to kill their own freedom. So sad, but exactly what history tells us will always happen. As we look at the question of escalation, Pat, you can't travel about the island that you live on, that you are a citizen of, without government permission. That is an escalation of proportions we have never really seen in this country before COVID. We've never seen that. That was that this isn't this is post COVID and an entire island must bow down before the government to be able to freely move about the the island. That's an escalation. So you ask, what does it look like? This is what it looks like. Central bank digital currency is what it looks like. The violence in the streets, the muggings and armed robberies and all of it happening in broad freaking daylight and the government doing nothing about it. While if they do catch them, putting them on house arrest while they commit more crime before they get convicted and slapped on the wrist and put right back onto the streets in 2.2 seconds. That's an escalation. When we talk about escalation, we had this conversation with some friends of ours the other day while we were going to the uh, um, first game of the White Sox Brewers series here in Chicago. And as we were going there, we got an email from from my um, real estate agency. Um, it's the largest real estate company in the entire country vis-a-vis market share. And... It wasn't from corporate leadership. It wasn't from the the muckety mucks. It was from somebody on boots on the ground here in Chicago doing the work to find out that one of our agents was one of the 13 people robbed at gunpoint um, earlier that day, just hours ago. That's escalation. So as we look at our society here, Pat, it's not even just the political side of things. 
it's society writ large because we had this conversation and my my ask of my friends was this where do you go when in the middle of the day you are not safe to walk down your street you're not safe to do your job right you are all this person was doing was parked all they did was park their car walk towards a listing towards a property that is for sale and never even got to the lockbox to take the keys out to show their clients a property. And they were mugged. Um, and luckily, um, not too hurt. Stuff can be replaced, right? Sure. But when you are not free to be able to do your job, when you are more afraid of making sure what your surroundings look like before you get out of a car to, to do a simple showing, to sell property, to be involved in economic activity. My question to them is if the government that's supposed to protect us right in that regard is unwilling to do the things that stem the tide of daytime armed robberies, like 10, 15, 20, 30 of them in a day. What, could I expect that to happen in the wee hours of the morning or late at night? Probably. It's a big city, right? Things are going to happen. But this is an escalation. This is the brazenness, right? And we also see it with the the flash mob lootings and all the other BS that's going on in society, right? Where they don't even care about their mugs being on on security cameras. They're not hiding their faces. They're not doing anything. They're just overwhelming and then stealing. What, what are we supposed to do as citizens when the, when the systems that we have put in place to help protect and serve do neither of those things? The escalation, Pat, would be what? Take a wild guess what the escalation of that would be. Just so I'm processing this correctly, say it, say it one more time. What would the escalation be in, in the situation in which your government, your city, your state, the federal government, whatever, apparatus, fails to help stem the tide of mass armed robberies and muggings mm. across the city? I mean, for per me personally, it's it's me leaving. It's me. That is one escalation. You are correct. That is definitely an escalation in which what happens? The city falls further and further. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the people who want to abide by the rules and treat each other well and respect each other while still maybe having political disagreements and da, 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 those people leave. And what are you left with? The vagrants, the looters, the rioters, the thieves, the dredges of your society, and more importantly, people who don't pay taxes. And then what? But the other escalation that we had all come to in that car, I don't give a bleep about your laws anymore. And I'm buying myself a gun. I'm concealed carrying it. And when those bastards attempt that, um, y'all get shot. Mm -hmm. And is that good for society? No. No, it's not. Because it makes murderers out of people who just want to live a normal life. It makes them into felons for illegally possessing guns. But hey, these people do it every day and they're getting away with it, right? Right. You and I would never get away with it. And that's the escalation is you are turning average ordinary citizens out of fear, out of frustration, out of protection of their own life, liberty, and property into what? Criminals. Into people who are willing to 
I'm not willing to give up my life. I'm not willing. And yeah, okay, give up your stuff. Except for we also know the escalation that's happening is that they hit you over the head with the butt of the gun, right? They pistol whip you so that you don't remember who the hell hit you, right? So that you don't remember the faces, the the information. Oh, but we have uh, cameras on multiple buildings and blah, 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 blah. Does that matter? Has that mattered to any of this? We haven't even prosecuted those who are involved in the rioting, the looting, the the uh, the BLM riots, right? We have video of the 31st Street fires that we played, right, Pat? Have any of those people been arrested for um, arson? Have uh, any of them been arrested knowledge. for stealing property? Property? Not to my knowledge. Exactly. They're all standing there. You can see their faces. This isn't that hard. But they're refusing to do something to help de-escalate. We're not saying here in Chicago that we're going to be perfect and there's going to be no armed robbers or or no people committing theft or whatever, right? That's just right. reality of society because we are all sinners. We are all fallen people. What we're saying is the escalation, if you are unwilling to do your job, if you are unwilling to do the basics of protecting our society, and more importantly, showing those who commit these things, why are they increasing? Because there's no consequence. There's none. There's nothing that this society will do to them. The point is, the answer is an escalation. The answer is, hey, a-holes, y'all just going to get shot. I don't know about you, but if I'm in an armed robbery crew and I notice a trend, a growing trend, right, of uh, people carrying guns and not afraid to shoot your ass, what what do you do? I'm thinking twice about robbing you. That's Exactly. Sure. I'm thinking twice, yeah. three times, four times about robbing you, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Because here's the rub. You are now turning on the head the fear. You are now turning on its head the I need to know my surroundings and blah, 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 right? That's a reality. That is an absolute reality. And I don't know what you, that's my point of escalation with this Tim Pool scenario. It is not even just political. Mm. It is on a base level of society. We are getting more violent. We have been. We haven't seen the violence from the COVID era subside very much. You might point to specific cities or specific areas, but by and large, that's not, not happening. I can tell you right now that I never do what I used to do, throw my headphones on or throw my earbuds in walk out the house and, and go for a walk. Nope. I'm not listening to music if I'm going for a walk or or if I'm, you know, riding the CTA or, or whatever have you. Why? Because I need to know my surroundings. I need to hear. I need to use my senses to maintain my own safety, to be paying attention, not to the music or the podcast or whatever's coming into my head, but to... Who's around me? What am I hearing? And what do I need to pay attention to? And it's not paranoia. It is reality. And that used to not be the case here, Pat. It used to not be the case. Every single day, I would go into an office. And we'd be okay. Every single day, I would put the headphones in. No problem. Earbuds go in. No problem. None. That's not the case anymore. So the escalation is on a basic level. And then when you get to the political level, when you start doing what they're doing in Maui, where <laughs> you're not free to travel about your uh, own state, your own island within that state, right? You're not free to do that. Um, we're now controlling your movement. That's an es escalation against your liberty. Are you willing to take it? It seems like the people of Maui are willing to take it. I wasn't able to pull the video, but uh, I, I just, 
I really struggle, really struggle with, uh, with that entire concept. I, I, I just do. I, I, I don't know how people... I just don't. So I, I think you have to take a look at this from the perspective of everywhere you go, things are escalating. And I don't know the answer is, I don't know that the answer is that we're going to come back from the brink. That's scary. It is. And I don't want to be an alarmist. I don't. But I'm looking at this from reality. And the reality is that everywhere we go, every step we take from a political standpoint, from a societal standpoint, brings us closer to the brink. And what happens to those who want to stand for their personal liberty, for their property, for their pursuit of happiness, for their life? Where do you go? As the walls close in, why is rich men north of Richmond? The song, right? I, I, I played it on Friday on the, on the program when you weren't here. Why is that the number one tune in the country? Why are thousands upon thousands of people heading to backwoods, North Carolina to see Oliver Anthony play that song? Why? Because it's a song that speaks to the, the, the fears of one on one hand, but also the solution on the other, which is taking back the power from those individuals. It is why the MAGA movement, if you will, it's why that America First movement has gotten hold. I'm not a populist. I've never been a populist. I will never be a populist because populism is dangerous. And why is it dangerous? It's dangerous because it leads to what we're seeing with Donald Trump. It leads us to cultism. It leads us to fascism eventually, possibly socialism on the other side. It leads us to dangerous territory that is focused less on liberty and more on collectivism. And collectivism has always in human history been terrible for the person. That escalation is speeding down the highway, and I'm pretty sure the brake line has been cut. So we have maybe one off-ramp, one opportunity in front of us. Maybe. What do we do with it is the question at hand. What do we do with that opportunity to save liberty? What do we do with that revival spirit that we are feeling through the, the Oliver Anthony and, and all of that stuff, right? What do we do with it? How do you harness it? Where does it go? And if it goes towards violence and anarchy and, and populism, collectivism, whatever you want to bring it as, that's bad. Harnessing it to say, you shall not pass. To, to steal from Lord of the Rings. That's where we should be. And that doesn't mean violence, by the way. That just means that the people that um, are in Washington, D.C., inside your state house, inside your city, local government, know damn well where the line is. And they shall not cross it. And more importantly... One of the things that you learn throughout the Bible is that we're supposed to fear God. We don't even fear our fellow man, let alone God in our society today. <coughs> and that's the other thing that we talked about over the uh, over the weekend as we watched Maui, you know, burn. Is this a way for God to send us a message that we need to start fearing him and turn and return to God? return to his spirit because we're, we're watching a thousand plus people still missing, right? We're watching people who are burned to death. 
That's brutal. That's awful. But is that because of our wickedness and our sinfulness? We, well, it's just weird man-made. We can explain how it's happening, but, but why? We can explain the science of it, the wind whipped up and this and that and whatever, right? We can explain it that way. It's just a scientific phenomenon. But, but why? Why now? Why did that happen? Why did the, the churches and the temples, right? Why, why, why were those saved? Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But everything else burned. People died. Why? I think it's worth asking those questions and critically thinking through the answers. Because as you read the Bible, right, God does what? Rebukes the the continuing sin. God rebukes, rebukes, rebukes. Even in the New Testament, as we know that that we, as at least in my faith, Pat, and maybe you can speak to your faith, but in my faith, right, one baptism, one baptism for the forgiveness of sin, right. One giving over to Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. But but even in the New Testament, that doesn't mean you walk in sin perpetually and you just do whatever the hell you want to do. No, you are meant to love the Lord and fear God. That is a thousand percent the Old Testament and the New Testament combined. Old Testament, fear God. New Testament, love the Lord. Do we even fear our fellow man, let alone God? So maybe you could speak to that side of things um, from from the your uh, religious persuasion. I mean, if I may address it this way first, I think we do still fear man. And the reason why I say that is if you look at our culture, especially corporate culture, where you've got all the DEI and you've got all of the wokeism and such now. And if, if people like me are afraid to speak up in that kind of culture, they are fearing their fellow man. They are literally letting uh, another side of life rule what they believe in. And so, yeah, I still think to some degree we still fear man. Okay. We we fear offending people that we know are openly sinning, if you will. And, but to and, speak and, to – Real quick, I want to address mm-hmm. that because you're right. I, I mm-hmm. might be wrong in that. Uh, what I was getting at with the we don't even fear man is we don't fear each other. We fear ideas. Right. right? And, right. and you are correct in that we do fear our fellow man in so much as how do we not offend certain whatever. Right. But at, I, I agree with you. But, okay, so let's let's say that. Okay, so then we do fear man, but we don't fear God? Right. Whoa. Uh, yeah, that, that's a problem. <laughs> to, to, to speak to where, where I would come from from my point of view in, in my faith is that it there are some similarities here you know it's kind of a um five step process if you will there's faith repent or faith repentance baptism gift of the holy ghost and then endure to the end okay um 
you know, so you have faith, you repent, you get baptized, and then you are cleansed of your sins, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you receive the Holy Ghost, and then you endure to the end. Now, you you kind of almost repeat that process aside from traditional baptism because you're only baptized once. Um, but you know, you still have to go through faith, repentance, receiving the Holy Ghost again if if necessary. And then enduring until the end. Um, just because you're baptized doesn't mean you will never sin again. It just means you have the opportunity to practice these things to receive the Holy Ghost and endure to the end in such a way that you can be forgiven of your sins. You can make it to heaven. You can be clean again. Um, but to your point, you kind of have to fear God in order for those things to work. It doesn't mean fear God in terms of like, oh, God is scary. No, no, no. That, that, that's not that's not how I would view a God-fearing person. It means I fear upsetting him. I fear being on the wrong side of, of him. Um, but to follow him, I don't fear that. It's almost like, like your parents, right? Mm-hmm. You fear disappointing them. You fear um, letting them down, right? That's yeah, what it means to be God-fearing. Right. What, what does Catholic guilt exist, right? right? The, the joke right. of Catholic guilt. Well, it's a real dang thing. Right. And, and the way we see it is, you know, he is our heavenly father. And so it's like, I'm letting him down. And, and so that's what it means. I'm like, I, I, want, to, I want to live in such a way. And this is the way that I would I is in where I don't embarrass myself, my family, or my heavenly father. Okay. It's that simple. All right. And and I think you know that 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 helps us understand where we're coming from here. Um and, and that's why I wanted to bring this up. Because I when I look at escalation, we're inverting our foundational principles. Because if you take a look at our founding, it is founded on that fear of God, right? And it's founded on the the principles of God's gifts to us. Life, liberty, property, I would argue. But life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That's that's Ooh. in the uh, Declaration of Independence, right? Right. Okay, so we're going to use that. Do we care about life? Do we care about liberty? Do we care about pursuit of happiness in this society? Nope. No, we do not. There are only only certain segments of the population that get to pursue their version of happiness. Everybody else, uh uh-uh. Nope, 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 nope. Can we live in a pluralistic society? Absolutely, I think that we can. But that pluralistic society also has to recognize the foundational principles and guidelines and and ideals of this society. And we, we fundamentally do not have that social contract. We right. fundamentally need, do not. When that breaks contract. down, escalation mm. happens. And I don't know where this goes. <clears throat> I hope it doesn't become political violence. I really do. But when you've got one cult pushing against another, and I'm sorry for the MAGA forevers out there, you're in a cult. Just like the socialists in this society are in a cult. The the COVID scare people are all, the Antifa, BLM, they're all in that cult. You are also in one. Because you refuse to realize some of the realities and the political realities that exist. You just refuse. All hail Donald Trump. And we're going to talk about that later in the WTF. But when those two cults collide, Pat, or when any two cults go after each other, what ends up happening? Violence. The only way forward is to dismantle the cults. That's the reality of this. And I don't know that we can. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I'm hopeful, pray, prayerful. I'm also fearful. 
So we'll see what happens. Um, but I think this is very important to understand because if you can wrap your brain around coming escalation, you can help to de-escalate if you understand it. And, and there's nothing wrong with some of the, the, the rhetoric of Brandon Johnson, by the way, here in Chicago, the mayor, where he says we have to deal with the root. You are correct. Long term, you have to deal with root causes. You have to understand why this is happening and how do you deal and address with those issues, right? Whether that's promoting family and ideas that we have or other ideas. But in the interim of that, you have to create the stick. You can't do the carrot without the stick. It doesn't work. It never has worked. That's why they're together. That's a yin and yang situation for those who don't believe in God. That's the karma. Karma is a balance, right? If for those who believe in Hinduism or, or Buddhism, karma. That is the balance. That's carrot and stick. All right. With that being said, Pat, I think now is a great time for us to go ahead and move forward and play a little bit of the bee or not the bee. Alrighty. Are you ready to lose more money to central digital bank currency? Central bank digital currency? Oh, yeah. Central bank digital currency. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. All right. Today's headline. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Biden's no comment praised his most rational, coherent statement he's made as president. Son of a bitch. Biden's no comment praised as most rational, coherent statement he's made as president. Is this to be or not to be? And why you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks? If you need that morning pick-me-up, you got to go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. It's the only way that you're going to get that morning pick-me-up where they don't care about your politics, where they don't care about who you're voting for. Um, they've got all sorts of different great flavors over there. Um, I'm most intrigued by the blueberry cobbler right now, even though I can't have it. Um, so that that's just me. You, I, like I said, Andrew, you're going to have to try that one for me, even though I know you're not like a big blueberry person, which is tragic by the way just tragic um <clears throat> however there are different flavors over there such as the bourbon strawberries and cream um you know all sorts of different great stuff over there i would highly recommend getting a flavor that you know that you're gonna like and getting a flavor that you want to try yeah you can't go wrong all you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com use the promo code critical thinking and check out and you'll get five percent off your purchase that's coffeebrandcoffee.com promo code critical thinking at checkout and you'll get five percent off your purchase today all righty then biden's no comment praised as most rational coherent statement he's made as president is this the b or not to be andrew coppinger so this is gonna be the babylon b for me but i uh-huh. i mean is this not the truth So that's where I'm going. Final answer. Final answer. Well, you just uh, won us a hundred dollars. Won us, and also uh, lost us a hundred dollars to our central bank digital currency because we don't get it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um. So quick, quickly. Uh, we we don't even need to read that. It's no, just. I uh, I, I have a, I have some commentary. So let's do about two three minutes here, Pat. Um, and then, you know, we'll do it back and forth between the two of us here. But um, for me, that rings so true that this entire state, that entire no comment, blah, 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 walking away, sta- sitting on the beach, you know, in in. Uh, it's uh, Delaware, right? Rehoboth Beach Beach or is that in Rhode Island? Uh, I actually don't know. I just know it's over in that area somewhere. But yes, I, I forget which one it is. But he's on he's on the beach at Rehoboth Beach for hours while Maui is literally burning to a crisp, right? Thousands of people are missing, dead, presumed dead, all this stuff. They can't even get to some of the bodies because the, the burning is so bad. And then... Afterwards, after he gets off the beach and gets probably briefed on this, the answer he has is no comment. The the absolute tone deafness of, of this administration, we're going to show it in a little bit as well, but I am 
for as for as dumb as I believe and as dementia riddled as I believe Joe Biden really is, I'm astounded at how stupid his staff is. He doesn't care about the American people. He never has. That has been a ruse his entire life. He is a sociopath. That's who he is. And sociopaths do what? Use people and throw them away like trash. I, I just, how, how? How how do you not, as his aides, tell the Secret Service, get his ass off the beach right now? Hey, Mr. President, sorry, there's a, there's a, there's a crisis happening in the country. We need you to get off the beach. For him, I'm not saying he needs to go to Maui, but where's the where's the address from the White House? Where's him standing there giving the speech? Where is anybody from this administration, Pete Buttigieg or anybody, doing a damn thing? The FEMA director and her BS answers, right? Just glossing over anybody's questions. And then the absolute unmitigated dumbassery of $114 billion in aid to Ukraine being passed the day after. So the people of Ukraine and the government of Ukraine and the, the, the corrupt-ass oligarchs over there are enriching themselves on our dime while our people get $700 GD dollars. That's that's the compassion and the care of Joe Biden, his deep, unabiding care based in his Catholic faith, which is an absolute freaking facade. He is the fakest of Catholics I have ever seen. He doesn't live a single tenet of our faith out in real life, not a damn tenet of it. Because if he did, it wouldn't take him five years, four years, whatever it was, to recognize his granddaughter as a human being worthy of his recognition, let alone his love. And none of that stuff would be the case. This is the dumbest administration I have ever witnessed in my entire life. And we were supposed to believe that George W. Bush was more was a moron, right? That's what we were sold. Well, because he doesn't speak the high English of of polite society, and he's a little more plain spoken. At least he gets it. The stories of the compassion of of George W. Bush and and his wife are unreal. The things that they do behind the scenes. Why? Because they actually have compassion and empathy. Here's your $700. Go away. How about you, I don't know, bite me? Thoughts here, Pat. Well, I put this out on, on X last night where I'm like, $700? Why not 1000 Why not 10000 why not a hundred thousand? Why not? Why not one million? Because here's the thing: you're right. We're giving all this money to Ukraine, and we're not even taking care of our own people. But where's that money coming from? Right. Look, I, these people need help. They 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 just lost their lives and their livelihoods, and a lot, a lot many of them lost family members. They need help right now. Right, but that help they does not have to come water. from our government. This is the yeah. fundamental problem. Help, help. Help, efficient help, real help, giving them food, clothing, temporary shelter, whatever have you, right? Couldn't the airlines say, hey, we're going we're gonna to fly planes into Maui and we're going to get you to a different island. We're going to do that out of the goodness of our heart. And oh, by the way, we're going to make sure that uh, you've got a hotel to stay at. And, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and we're going to make sure that uh, food, clothing, and all these things are provided for you because there are literally hundreds of charities that could do this. Mercury One, 
Team Rubicon on the ground, right? They're the ones that are actually doing the real work to help these people. Get the hell out of their way. That's the answer for government. Get the hell out of their way. Let the American people help each other. It turns out we're way more efficient. We're way better at it. And we will take a look at what happened. If you want to go the government route, look at what happened in Florida after Hurricane Ian. How did a a bridge get rebuilt in less than a week? How did that happen? Why? Because of private mustard resources, of people willing to volunteer their time, their expertise, their equipment to doing the work. And all the government of Florida did was say, we're cutting the red tape. We're getting the hell out of your way. For the most part, there were some BS red tape things that go on where you have to be, they they didn't suspend the licensing of contractors and this, that to help rebuilding. And I know that, but look at the overall effort. It was private based and government sitting on the sideline and, and maybe providing some security and safety but allowing people to do their jobs, the things that they're good at, to help fellow men. And here we are. Oh, you can't pass go. You you can't go here. You can't go here. You get to go here today, but not tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, um, $700 coming your way from the federal government. That's That's all we can really do at this point in time. You couldn't have FEMA say, hey, let's go ahead and, uh, and help centralize maybe the relief effort, right? Like, hey, all these private groups are doing things. Let's make sure that they have the resources that they need to provide the things that they're going to provide. Get out of the way. Because I guarantee you what will happen in Maui if that were the case these people wouldn't be in line to, oh, please, government, I'm begging you to let me move about the island. Nah. Nah, brah. Nah. Homes would be, those areas that are devastated, those areas would be cleared out already. The We would be making sure to find the bodies, right? Do all that recovery work that needs to be done. And homes would already be, up in the, up in the air in many of these communities but, ah, nah, let's let the government do it but you know let's just give everyone $700 which is insult to injury at this point right it's just an absolute insult what does that pay for mm-hmm. not even a Nothing. flight out of Maui onto the mainland it's insane but with that being said I think now is a great time to speak of the insane because it's WTF Wednesday All right. Um, while we're speaking of the ills of American government, I still love this country. I think it's a country that has unique values in the world, and I'm about to show you why. I'm just going to say it. There are too many American flags. Like, they're on houses, they're on cars, Solomon couch cushions. Like, I don't know who's making these American flags, but they'd be making a bloody fortune. I'm like, you're the only country that I know that does this. Like, the only time I think I've ever seen an Australian flag is, like, on the Harbour Bridge. Could not tell you what it looks like. Like, I know it's, like, blue and it's got some stars on it. But I, I think I could draw the American flag from memory. Like, I think I could make a bloody sculpture out of it. That's how many times I've seen it. It's enough. Let's pull back on it, okay? Let's stay humble. Um... <laughs> You got a problem with the American flag. Um, please leave. Yeah. You, you, Go back you, to Australia. You, you chose to be here. Right. Literally. Like, right. You weren't born here, clearly. I have a friend. Uh, there's a friend of mine that's from Australia. She's a, a lawyer here. Um, immigrated here like 15 years ago and just got her uh, citizenship here. Mm-hmm. And And she got it like right around 4th of July. And she's like, you know. When I first moved here, I saw like like all the way down my all the way down the street, there was like American flags everywhere, and I was I was kind of worried that you know, like like 
do, do they not like Australians or something? Like, like, is that, is that a thing? And then she realized, oh, it's 4th of July. They're celebrating their independence. And, and she's like, and like, since then I've learned a lot about like why people do that and absolutely loves it here. And it's never going back to Australia, at least to live. So I it just, the stark difference between the two. Yeah. Uh, yep. Is I, I, I just, awesome. I, it is part of what makes you America unique. Right. Is love of the country. It's just, it doesn't exist around the world. I mean, they may say it, but they don't act on it. And you see it uh, at like maybe sporting events and things of that nature, but sure. I, there's no deep rooted feeling of that patriotism. It just doesn't exist elsewhere in the world. We just, that's part of the uniqueness of what's going on and how America became America. It's just that, that reality. But <clears throat> unless you think that was, um, that was bad. How about we go to our friends to the North Canada, where uh, we get this from not the B Canadian trans athlete sets multiple records on way to victory in women's powerlifting championship. Now, Pat, you might say, uh, duh, because seen that coming. Well, guess what? You can see it coming because here it is. So what you just witnessed, if you were listening, is a dude, very clearly a dude, by the way. This isn't like, uh, uh, well, I should say dude looks like a lesbian, which is hilarious. Um, So trans dude likes women. So you're just a man. I just. (sighs) Broken lift. Yes, yeah, bro can lift, unless you think, well, so what? Um, Here's the details on this. A male powerlifter who identifies as a woman set a woman's national record at a championship in Brandon, Manitoba yesterday. Ann Andrews, 40, because, you know, uh, hmm, I wonder how they came up with that name, currently holds multiple records in the female division, including women's deadlift and bench press, and has placed first in nine out of the 11 competitions he has participated in over the past four years. Anders appeared at the Canadian Powerlifting Union's 2023 Western Canadian Championship yesterday, which was held at Brandon University's Healthy Healthy Living Center. Anders participated in the female master's unequipped category and beat out Michelle Kimenek and Sujan Gill for the first place award. According to advanced results obtained by Redux, Anders' total powerlifting score was over 200 pounds more than the top-performing female in the same class, 597.5 pounds versus Susan uh, Gill's 387.5 pound total. A quote-unquote total is the sum of the heaviest weight lifted for the squat, bench press, and deadlift. Is uh, 210 pounds a lot? I don't know. It's kind of probably... What I like that would be deadlifting me. So, so it's a lot. So it's a lot. Excuse you? <laughs> but my but my yes, point is that that's a lot. What what um what's that's the, not uh, even in the same ballpark? That might not even be in the same city mm. of results. What what um what is the uh, record for the men's powerlifting? I have we no know? idea. No. Hey, do I'm, I'm assuming know. it's more than that. I'm just assuming. Come talk to me when you actually can perform. Well, that why, while we're discussing things, Pat, you could look that up. I guess I could. Yep. Uh, Canadian powerlifting men's national records and look it up. But um, with that being said, folks, um, yeah, what the. Yeah. It, Women belong in women's sports and men belong in men's sports. And when you are a biological male, you don't compete in women's sports. It is that freaking simple. Do you need a, what the 
fire truck people and watching people just cheer this on is amazing to me. Now, also amazing to me is people still still believing in voodoo magic. Um, <clears throat> I present this from Nigeria, Pat. Nigerian man tells friends to test out quote unquote bulletproof magic potion dies. One Tundi Akinmoyiwa, a male ex-convict who is also a cultist, I'm shocked, while testing a locally made gun believed to be newly procured, was accidentally shot by one of his boys named Bodhi, as a result of which he died while being taken to the hospital for medical attention. Meanwhile, the remains of the deceased have been deposited in the mortuary. How's that working out for him, by the way? Oh, wait, we can't ask him because he's dead. Oh, I see what you did there, Pat. I see mm-hmm. what you did there. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Um, And then we could go backwards to America now, if you would like. Are you, are you still looking up the uh, men's I'm power? I'm still lifting? looking it up. It's not, it's not uh, <laughs> apparently the, the easiest thing to find, which is weird. You'd think that would be uh, something that would be very simple to, to look up. But it's apparently not, which is strange. <laughs> well, it's not hard. I, I've got national, uh, yeah, unequipped, um, which would be classic. Well, I just looked up Canadian men's national deadlift record, and uh, it's not giving me, like, the record. <laughs> um. So, this happened to be Serge Gaither, and we're going to take the Masters division, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is... Hang on one second. Uh, give me one second here. Da, 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 da. Squat of 59 kilograms, bench press of 59 kilograms, and deadlift of 59 kilograms. 492.5 kilograms. Which is how much in pounds? I'm about to find out. Now, keep in mind what that record was for the women, right? Right. <clears throat> that's over 1,085 pounds. So that's... It's closer to 1,000. Double. Right. Um, well, again, we, we can just, you know, go to this and and find it in the story, Pat. Because, again, the story tells us that it was <clears throat> 597 and a half pounds. Yeah, so pushing double. It's over double. Or not quite double, I guess. Not quite double. But you ain't in the ballpark. You wouldn't be in the same city, let alone the same province of the men's record. This, per, this person probably wouldn't even qualify for the Western Open whatever BS thing this was. They wouldn't even qualify for the men's division. That's no. the point. Which is why he's doing what he's doing. It's just unbelievable. Speaking of unbelievable but somewhat believable, we have the insane ramblings of our dementia-riddled president, it's in stark contrast to the conservative Republican view, the so-called MAGA view, which is focused on corporate profits. They say we should find, and that the, the rationale up to now has been, let's find the cheapest place in the world to make our product. Let's shut down the corporate, the, the operation in America, and send it overseas. And then send the refined product back to America and sell it here. That- Says the guy that's been involved with Hunter Biden's... Uh- more importantly, um, MAGA is America first, right? Um, yeah. Um, they are fighting, quote unquote, corporatists. That, like, that's the whole populism. What the hell are you talking about? Do you yeah. even fundamentally on the, the, the smallest level understand your opposition? You don't. No. Or more importantly, you are gaslighting us on it. To the moon and back. Yeah. Speaking of gas, <clears throat> excuse me. Speaking of gas lighting, um, <laughs> I present to you the 
was it the 45th president of the United States of America? Mr. Donald Trump? Uh, yes, he, he was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <clears throat> Said on Truth Social yesterday at 8 o'clock in the morning, a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete and will be presented by me at a major news conference at 11 a.m. on Monday of next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Based on the results of this conclusive report, all charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be a complete exoneration. They will never, they never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that fought to fight or find the riggers. Um, who told them that last sentence should have been a thing? Because that's a little I, I, too close to uh Yeah, a little, a little bit, but I have, yeah. I have another question here. You have all this evidence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are we just now finding out that you have all this evidence? Hmm. And, and then more importantly, what are the charges that are being brought against you in Georgia? Well, that would also be good to know, too. Yeah, because uh, the, the, the charges that are being brought against you in Georgia is that you knew and then you perpetrated an absolute ruse. Now, maybe he's finally got the goods. And, 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 and what did we say all the way back after the 2020 election, by the way? That number one, it was going to be impossible to get the information in enough time to have like like how they framed it, how Giuliani and and Jenna Ellis and and all those people, right? How they framed the rigging of the election versus the reality, right? They were never going to be able to prove the claims that they were making in enough time, and we said back then that we might find out that they were absolutely right down the road that this happened, but our belief is that. Even if that did happen, it was happening because Trump, Team GOP, everybody else on the right were caught off guard by how they used COVID. And by the way, whom signed the act that allowed that to happen, right? Donald Trump. Donald mm-hmm. Trump screwed himself in the 2020 election by, yeah, no, we're we're going to believe that we can't possibly do this election in person. And, and oh, my God, it's not like we didn't have, oh, wait, Wisconsin. Right in, in in the primaries. Oh wait! Oh wait! Oh wait! Oh wait! We have all the proof that all of the things that were happening and how this election was set up in states like Georgia and even in Texas, we you know all of those things was all set up to do the rigging and to sit and to provide a legal apparatus for all of these things to have happened. And it might be true that you have found. Irregularities, and by the way, they're doing it in Michigan right now, right in the city of Muskegon, in Michigan. They're finding tens of thousands of ballots that were dropped off with very weirdly similar and eerily similar, as in exact repeat of handwriting and signatures, right? Those would be illegal ballots, right? Tens of thousands of them. Would that make a difference in Michigan? Absolutely, it would have. Are, are they, they're finally getting to this down the road. But how was that allowed to have happened? It was allowed to have happened because the CARES Act gave carte blanche to, to places to allow mail-out balloting and, and ballot harvesting and all of these things. And then you didn't allow your side to play the same game. And more importantly, your side refused to play the same game. And that's fine. You want to stand on principle, right? That's fine. But don't complain to me when you rig the game against yourself. And then, by the way, you've got Rudy Giuliani and Jason Miller saying, oh, yeah, in Georgia, we knew that was all crap. So which one is it? This is the dumbest legal thing that he could possibly do. I'm telling you right now. Because why? They will use this to jam it right down his throat in trial. So either you've got the goods or you don't. This is this is not a game. He still thinks it is. You are going to gaslight your supporters into believing this crap. That's what's going to happen. 
You know, uh, you do have the right to remain silent, and I think Donald Trump needs to uh, take that under some serious consideration and actually remain silent for a change. Because I think speaking out on this is just going to hurt him more and more. Unless he's got the goods, which, like I said, why are we just now finding out that you've got the goods conveniently? Um, yeah, shut up. Don't yep. say anything else. This is You're the- just going to make more trouble. He doesn't care about his legal advice. He doesn't care about you. He only cares about himself. And he will wrap himself up in any conspiracy, any BS thing that he can find to further this. This is dumb assery at an insane level. Even if, okay, so you've got the proof. Put it in the court of law. Don't do it in the court of public opinion. Put it in the court of law. Put it in your discovery. Show it. Because guess what? In Georgia, this trial will be on tape. This trial will air for the entire country to see it. So there's where you have at it. Have at it in a legal courtroom. But he's not going to do it. He won't do it in a legal courtroom because he can't. Maybe maybe he's going to prove us wrong. But he hasn't so far. He has come up with squad douche of legally provable evidence that's the problem here and maybe just maybe he's got that smoking gun for the first time ever but how many times has he gone to a court of law and lost at least a hundred that i can count on election fraud issues okay so all a hundred of them are totally totally down the road of conspiracy right all hundred of them are just Nope, we're not doing it because we're in in cahoots with everybody else, right? Monday's going to be very interesting to see what, what he actually comes out and presents. Yep. And and it's good that we've switched our Monday shows to later in the day, too, because I cannot wait to react. But with that being said, Pat, um, do you have any final thoughts on today's show? Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And I think uh, $700 is still insult to injury. Please be smart, be safe, be kind, make sure you eat all of your meals today and start thinking about how you de-escalate your own life. As always, Matthew 547. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.